in a world where some of the greatest motion pictures ever made are reaching their 30th anniversaries. One group of friends gathered together to pay tribute to these films. Pat Cantagallo. Dennis Matouche. Jeff Mazuka. Each week, we take a look back at one movie that is reaching that 30-year milestone. Whether you love seeing these films in the theater or enjoying them for the first time at home, we invite you to join us this year as we travel back in time to 1986. I am your host, John Reed, and you're listening to the 30-something Movie Podcast. Welcome to episode number 58 of the 30-something hey. movie podcast. Hey, you're I'm welcome. You're welcome. What, uh, what music are we sampling at the intro now? Uh, this was... You know, i got to jump back to find the name of it. I'll, I'll find it at some point. Right. Um, yeah, it's actually it's one of those websites you can go to and you can find like the um, you know royalty-free music that you can use on podcasts. I figured that's a little less of a copyright infringement than using the beautiful, beautiful Ant-Man theme that we had been using. So I'm like, I, you know, we'll go for it. We'll we'll see. I wanted yeah, to do something. Enough. I wanted to do something that was kind of like a, oh, like the eight uh, bit video game music. But then I'm like, I don't want to. I, I don't want to be compared to the Nerdist because I know we're, you know, that's one of our competitors. So um, we're we're right. We're neck and neck with the Nerdist. I know. I know. Because we grief. have. Because if you add a few zeros to our listeners, I we probably have about the same number as they do. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying how many zeros. I don't want to. We're not yeah, giving that's away. That's probably a good idea. We're not giving away trade secrets here, but there's a number of zeros on this podcast. That's true. That's true. Hey, I resemble that remark. Well, then you do it well. Yes. Thank you. Congratulations. Bill Warble, everybody. All right. So for this episode, this is episode number 58 of the 30 Something Movie Podcast. Let me just start off by saying there's going to be more than meets the eye to this episode. Oh, I see what you did. Did you see what I did there? Wow. There you go. There I, you I go. saw it. Yeah. So in today's show, we're going to relive one of the most devastating events of our childhood. Uh, <laughs> for those of us who were children in 1986, and I'm not talking about like the Challenger explosion. I'm not talking about any other like actual world events that would have happened in 86. I'm talking about Transformers the movie. So we're going to hold on. I'm going to take a deep breath here. You can do this. You can do this. Okay. Um, we spoiled. <clears throat> sorry. We spoil the events of every movie we do talk about. So if you haven't seen this yet, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Go see it now. Well, good luck finding it, but then go see it now. Um, is this even online anywhere? Could you download it anywhere? Not that I could find, no. Okay. I, this was another one I had a little bit of a hard time tracking down. So if you haven't seen the movie yet, good luck. Um, probably go to eBay or Amazon, somewhere like that, and or go to your local library because that's where I found my copy. Um, but we do spoil the event, so if you don't like to be spoiled, then skip this for now. Come back and listen to it after you've seen the movie. Uh, otherwise, we can fill you in on our thoughts on the movie, and you decide whether you want to go see it again uh, or see it after that. Very, very quickly, would you please head on over to iTunes and leave us a review? Uh, we're doing this because we love movies and we love to talk about it, but we would like to know if there's something you would like to see us uh, cover on the show, if there's a movie 
1986 this year that we do not have on our list and you'd like, you're sitting there going, I really want to hear them talk about this movie, then go ahead and you can share that with us in a comment uh, and a review that you leave on iTunes. Um, but we would really appreciate if you could take the time to do that. It would take you probably about 30 seconds max to go take care of that. So go do that, go do that now. You can do it while you're listening, unless you're driving or mowing the lawn. Like I wouldn't try to multitask when you're mowing the lawn, but... The hell? What? Mowing the lawn? Yeah. I listen to podcasts when I mow the lawn. It's March. Are you mowing the lawn in March? Maybe someone's going to listen to this in July. Oh, well, hey, thanks. <laughs> thanks, one guy. <laughs> thanks, thanks, guy who came in late to the show. <clears throat> We're looking. Is Dennis here? Now, oh, thank you. Thank you. I didn't have to say it this time. All right. <laughs> the rest of the guys love you, Dennis. Okay. So I am joined as you can tell Dennis is not here. This is one time that we, not that we, you know, wait until he's not here to take shots at him. We do it to him when he's in person. Um, but I have here with me tonight, uh, Mr. Patrick Canagallo. Hey. hey. Uh, the, the Holland to our opus. I don't even know what that means. Wow. <laughs> even, That's... It's just because you like music. That's the only thing I could think of. Uh, Jeff, Jeff, I'm trying to come up with a name for you this time, Jeff. Am I the cheese to your burger? Yes, you're the cheese to my burger. Okay, um, let's see. Bo, Bo, you are the Rodimus to our prime. Oh, why, thank you. There you go. All right. Yeah, nice Rodimus, buddy. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Easy now. I'm quite proud of it. Well. Easy Ironhide. <laughs> uh, you wouldn't be able to tell it from the movie, but this is a kids' show, so um, there's a lot of a lot of killing in this movie. But we'll get to that. Okay, so I'm gonna start off. We'll just do a few minutes of the like movie news. I mostly. I think the only stuff I've heard about was the uh, Captain America trailer. There might be a couple other things, but... Yeah. Nothing, nothing that I know. Okay. All right. I think we are live. And the recording... Are we getting the recording going? Okay. That looks like it's good. Okay. I think we're... I think we're up and running. Mm-hmm. All right, so real quick, before we get into uh, the movie that we're going to be looking at this week, uh, we're, again, we're looking at uh, Transformers, the movie, this week. But before we get into that, I want to talk a little bit about any new movie news that's come out. Um, and I don't know that there was anything really big that came out, um, you know, like around Thursday or Friday time. Nothing that, like, we would have texted each other about or, you know, nothing big like a, like a Captain America thing. No, nothing, no. nothing at all. Mm -mm. Nothing that just made time stop so that, like, trailers could be watched. Yes, yeah. And, in fact, I don't think I even saw you at all on Friday at work. No, not, yeah. not, not at all. But I remember texting you. I was like, um, now. Yeah. Just go watch. I don't even, there, weren't, there weren't full sentences. I don't even think there were full words. I think it was just, nah. No, after seeing that, after seeing that trailer, there really was no call for words. Nope. There was call for just... Jaws dropping on floor and mm -hmm. 
that's it because that trailer was pretty amazing. I'm just gonna go straight to the end. You know what there was call for? What there was? Go ahead, say it. Underoos. <laughs> Underoos, man. As if as if his line from like um, Avengers, pucker up, Legolas. Yep. We're, we're going flying or whatever he calls him, yep. Legolas. Yeah. If that wasn't enough, I mean, the fact that Spider-Man was referred to as Underoos yep. would be best Avengers I, code name ever. Yeah. I just. <laughs> Man, they just, you know, and and I, I just give me more, give me more, mm-hmm. give me more of the of of this. I mean, X Men was really great, but it seemed to kind of run off the rails. Yeah, you know, like. I, well, and you've got, and we I know we've talked about this before, but you've got uh, Batman versus Super or Bivis Dodge, you've got mm-hmm. Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice, um, and I feel like with that one, and I've mentioned this before. That one I'm always back and forth on. Every time I see a trailer, like I'll see one trailer and I'm like, I don't know about that. And then mm-hmm. I'll see another trailer and I'm like, no, I'm take my money now. Take right. my money now. And then I'll see another trailer and I'm like, I, I don't know that. What are they doing? Yeah. But I'm seeing these Captain America trailers and each one that I've seen, I was like, oh, that's cool. Oh, that's cool. And then, yeah. I, wa- then I watched this one. I, actually, Jeff... Um, I knew it was up, but I hadn't had a chance to see it yet. And Jeff came by uh, at work, and he's like, have you seen it? And I'm like, no, I haven't. Like, Find an office now. Mm-hmm. So we sat down and put it on, watched the trailer. I took out my wallet, and I literally just threw my wallet at my computer. Take my money. Just, Go no, take, take it now. Take it now. Yeah. Which, sadly, because I'm more of a DC guy. I'm like, I'm a bigger Superman, Batman fan. Right. But I, Marvel's just doing it right, because I, I saw that trailer. I was like, nope, I'm... I'm Spider-Man shows up. Spider-Man, first of all, you know, answering to the call of Underoos, and then mm-hmm. showing up, stealing Captain America's shield, and that being the end of the trailer. Nope, I'm done. I will, you know, sign me up. Yeah, well, that, and then I have no in- reservations about this movie whatsoever. Right, and it's that innocent Peter Parker voice of right. Hey, hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. Hey. Yeah, yeah I, man, they they do they do it right, and it's not. I don't think we're going to look back on this and say, oh, wow, they were just churning out movies and yeah. mm, they were okay. I mean, they're really all really good movies. And I, I don't know if it's just that they bounce back and forth between, well, this one's an Iron Man movie. This one's an Avengers movie. This one is a, you know, Captain America movie. This one is a, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Oh. You know, and because I remember going to see um, The Winter Soldier and I remember mm-hmm. thinking, oh, this, you know, this is quite a bit darker like this is quite a bit more intense than the original captain the first captain america the first avenger mm-hmm. and and I, I really liked that one but i also really liked winter soldier but i think what marvel and we're not the first people to say this what marvel i think is doing well that dc is maybe not doing so well is the humor mm-hmm. like they're able to keep it light i mean that's that's the one thing about the comic books is that they could have some serious topics going on in the comic books mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it's a comic book, and they always find a way to kind of keep some kind of situation light, to have the humor in there, um, and I'm just, I don't know, I'm not seeing that from, you know, I got the humor in the Batman movies, in the Christopher Nolan Batman movies, there was plenty of humor there, I mean, Batman, at least this Batman right now, um, take away the 60s Batman, but this Batman now, he's not really supposed to have a sense of humor, it's those people around him like mm-hmm. Alfred and Lucius Fox and those other characters, that's where you get the little quippy jokes and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But I don't know. I just, 
I, I, I noticed the humor in Man of Steel, and I know a lot of other people were like, that was a really dark movie, and there was nothing to smile at. I'm like, really? Yeah. There's a guy laughing his head off as he's flying through the air in the first time. I, I think that's hilarious. I think that's awesome. Mm-hmm. So I saw some lighthearted moments there, but then when I see the trailers for these movies that are pretty much competing with each other, even though they're not coming out at the same time, right. I'm like, ah, you know, I the fact that I can watch the the Batman Superman one and be like, I'm a little uneasy about this. I'll go see it. And I'm kind of excited for the action piece of this, but I don't know about the characters and the story and the yeah all I, that. But then I, I, but then I see the Captain America one and I'm like, mm, Nope, I'm in. Yeah. All in. I, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Cause I, I read comics. I borrowed my buddy's comics and I would read those, but I wasn't, I didn't have stacks of them in my, you know, my place. So, I mean, I, I see these movies and I'm, I'm kind of like, was that how it was in the comics? Was that, you know, unless someone like loaned me some comics, I, I really don't have much to go on with the story. Are, are you trying to call me a nerd? No, I'm definitely not doing that. Because I'm like, I'm 20 feet away from like 3,000 comics over here. And so. I, I, well, I know. But you see, that was the thing. Like, I would always go to your house, mm-hmm. figuratively speaking, because I right. didn't know you back in the day. Right. But like, figuratively speaking, like, I would always go to your house and be like, okay, where do I start? And then you would mm-hmm. be like, hey, read these or check these out. Mm-hmm. And like, that's how I know about the, you know, some of the plot themes that they might be using in, in Bivis Dodge yeah. is because I remember a buddy said, oh, you got to check these out. You know, like the X-Men ones. I remember, you know, going even modern times. I remember going when like the movie came out and saying, ah, that didn't really ring true. And they, my buddy would say, oh, no, well, that's what they did in the comics. Really? Here, yeah. I, I still have mine. Borrow these. And I yeah. borrow the comics and, oh, okay, that was kind of what they did. So. You know, my I kind of would see the movies first, but yeah, I um, and even even the, I don't know. It's just I'm, I'm like I said, I'm 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 at a loss for words because everything they're even the offbeat ones like Ant Man yeah. is Ant Man really gonna hold up with a standalone movie? Yes, he did. It was outstanding. Yeah, absolutely, I love that is one. The Guardians of the Galaxy for a movie that was supposed you know to be that was like a big risk. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they. I mean, it doesn't look like a risk from this angle. No. I mean, that was that was an outstanding movie. Did you see? Here's a quick little side note. Did you see they're talking about Sylvester Stallone possibly being in Guardians too? Really? Yeah, I don't know what character, but yeah, I mean, that's just. I mean, it's just amazing. And then they'll find ways to you know get Robert Redford in Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. yeah. um, Michael Douglas in Ant Man. Um, forgetting the other one that pops up but they're getting some of these well they get big name actors all over the board but they're getting right. these guys that you know even to play the bit part or the or the the, the co-star or the whatever they're getting these these they're drawing lots of people in that, right that, people that you wouldn't normally expect to see in a superhero movie right right yeah that that says it you know like ask michael douglas back in the day would you like to be in a movie about a superhero that can shrink and he'd probably be like uh no yeah <laughs> My my dad was Spartacus, so no. Yeah, yeah, I'm thinking, I'm thinking no. Yeah, but I mean, I, like, I, it, after seeing that Captain America trailer, I don't have any doubt in my mind that I'm going to go and love that movie. I know, which is funny, and and you talking about the comic books. That's another funny part of it is I hated the Civil War comic. Really, I hated it. In fact, that's what caused me to stop reading Marvel comics for a while. Okay, and actually, I still don't really read. I don't when I go buy comics, I really don't read too much Marvel. Because I had stopped reading Marvel for a while. I'd stopped reading all comics for a little while, uh, just for financial reasons. And then mm-hmm. 
then I got back into it, and I was like, well, I should, I should give Marvel a try, because, you know, I used to like X-Men, I used to like Spider-Man back in the day, and Ghost Rider, and some of that stuff, and, and so I, I'll give it a try again. Gave it a try, read some other stuff. I love the Marvel Zombies, I don't know if you've ever seen that one or not. It's, uh, everybody gets turned into zombies, basically. Like, all the superheroes. They still have some of their powers, but they get turned into zombies, and they're trying to eat each other. Okay. And then what's, then what's really funny is you, Galactus, you know, the big guy from Fantastic Four? Right. The one that comes to eat worlds? Like, right. he shows up, and you would think, you know, when he comes to a planet, people are terrified of him. They just, all the Marvel zombies just look at him, and they just see this giant buffet. Okay. And he kind of freaks out because he's like, whoa, 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 you people are like, you're supposed to be scared of me. I'm about to eat your planet. They're like, no, 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 we're going to eat your brain. <laughs> and they all so, start, they all start climbing all over him trying to eat him. And yeah. Interesting. But and it's I, just an alternate <clears throat> universe kind of whatever. Yeah. yeah. But I just, I read the Civil War comic and I don't know, I don't know how they're going to have the, the movie play out. Like, I, I don't know how this is going to end. A lot of people are throwing around rumors that, that, a couple of at least a couple of major people are going to die. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Um, that's there were a couple of things in civil, but the way the Civil War comic ended, I, I was really upset because it just when that comic ended, the way it ended, I kind of looked at it and I said, "No, I, that to me is not believable that the, that that particular character would do that." Mm-hmm. Like this is not. From what I know of these characters, and again, I hadn't been reading the comics for a few years, so the character might have been vastly different from what I remember as a kid. But I'm like, I, that's not that's not in that person's personality to resolve the conflict in that way. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say anything because I don't know if they're going to do it in the movie, and I don't want to give anything away. But um, after the movie comes out, if if you get a chance to you know like go to the library or somewhere and check out the Civil War comic, check it out and see what you think of it because I think it'll be different from the movie. But and and the comic had a lot more heroes involved, but they can only fit so many in one movie. Yeah. So, right. but yeah, I'm and it's it's funny because I've friends of mine who also read comics. I've said before, I'm like that's one of my least favorite comics I've ever read is is Civil War. Mm-hmm. And yet, this movie's coming out, and I'm really excited for it. Yeah, yeah. So. Well, they'll probably they'll probably alter it slightly from comic book just to kind of make it more palatable. Right. For well, I mean, they just you know they simplify things or, or right. whatever you know. But um, case in point, like um, when they did the Phoenix in X Men. Right. Yeah. The Phoenix was supposed to be like an alter ego for Jane, like the her. Her dark side, she couldn't control. But I think in the comic, it was like an alien, wasn't it? That, right. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I want to find out, man. I want to stay tuned. I want to check it out, and that's they're just doing the right job of. I know. I'm. I'm ready for it. And X, what, uh, next, the next X Men, X Men Apocalypse. That one looks good too. I it looks it looks a little busy, and I think the only other problem is I'm just. I'm I'm so excited for these other movies that I'm kind of forgetting about that one. And is that one set like not in the past as much? It's not the seventies; it's the eighties. It's supposed to be set in the eighties, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The the last one was pretty cool. I mean, how they bounced back and forth, and how the future was basically all lost, you know. And mm-hmm. I thought that was cool. So. Yeah. But I, yeah, and I mean, it's like I I dig the X Men movies, but. I don't know what they're doing with the Avengers is it's pretty special. I mean, that really, yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. 
Um, all right, I'm trying to think if there's anything else new uh, that we got going on in terms of movies. Um, there were a whole bunch of, actually, I just found a whole bunch of pictures mm -hmm. um, that some oh, spies or whoever, uh, maybe it's some drone somewhere, um, okay. that people have taken of um, uh, Star Wars Episode Eight. Really? Like somehow they've gotten these pictures. It's it, like you're looking at it through a vent. Like there's, you know, like there's black on the on the side of the screen and, and a little bit of black on the bottom and on the top. And it's a weird, like the, the background looks Star Wars, but you've got all these people in like fancy dress. It's almost like they're going to an opera or huh. something like that. I'm like, that. okay, the people don't necessarily look Star Wars, but there are other aliens and... Really? And the, like the set, the other... You know doorways that they're showing and things like that. That definitely looks Star Wars. I'm like, okay, this is. I'll be curious to see. I, I mean, I have this one. I have no reservations about it at all. I, I'm excited, no matter what is going to come out of this. Yeah. Um, I'm just ready for more. Yeah, give me more Star Wars. So, and we're going to get more Star Wars in December. That's the other thing that's kind of crazy is we still haven't seen anything from this one that's coming in December. No. Like they haven't released a trailer for it. Uh, usually, you get a trailer when you're about a year away from something or, you know, what are we now? Eight months away from it? Less than a year. Yeah. So I don't know. I, obviously it's, I don't think it's gonna be bad, but I think it's just, I think it's funny because you get, you've got the hype from the force awakens was still going. And now it seems to be like people are really excited that the force awakens coming out on DVD and Blu-ray in just a couple of weeks. Yeah. And then, like maybe that's taking away some of the excitement from a new movie. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, I. And this will be a this this is a longer discussion for another time. But and I know some other people have talked about this. Is that is there possibly a chance that with all these with with guaranteed Star Wars every year almost from now until the end of time, mm -hmm. and guaranteed at least two to three superhero movies from now until the end of time, are we gonna get like? superhero Star Wars overkill. I don't think so. Like I don't I don't think I could ever get tired of getting a Star Wars movie cuz I think they'll make it different enough that people won't get tired of it. Yeah. But at the same time, like if you put that many out there, some of them are not going to get noticed. Yeah, I think that's I think that's true. You know, some of them might not get noticed, but if you do them right and make good movies, then I, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I don't, but you see, it's different because, like, I'm not a guy that, like, watches a ton of TV. I mean, I mean, mm -hmm. the Netflix thing, I'll binge on a show if I like it, you know, um, but I don't have, like, my shows. So right. I'm just, like, I got my movie list, and it's like, oh, this one's on Redbox, I'll get that, you know, and I might make a movie last. Yeah. It's hard with Redbox. I might make it last two, two or three nights, you know, because I can only check out, like, half hour, 45 minutes before, man, I'm going to bed or I'm falling asleep anyway, you know, like that kind of thing. So. Right. I'm just like, hey, you know, I, more movies, more better. Yeah. You know, if it's not very good, then it's not very good, and, and that's that. But. All right. Well, I think we're going to, I want to say one of the next times, one of the next times we record will be round about the time that you and I are in. I think Jeff's going to go see it on, on his own or with some friends. You and I okay. are going to go see uh, Batman Superman on the day that comes out. Yes. Um, here coming up in a couple of weeks. Is it a couple of weeks? 
no, it's actually probably later this week um, from the time of the recording. Um, I'm heading out to the uh, C2E2 in Chicago. Okay. So that's that, that's that big comic book uh, entertainment convention. So we've got the whole family has their costumes ready, so we're all ready to go and. We've, good. we've, we've, we've even what got, we've even got grandma in on it. Grandma, uh, the kids, uh, Nana, my wife's mom. Uh, I think she has a costume. I think she's going to be the emperor. Okay. And she's got That's a black, cool. she's got a black coat with a hood. So I think she's going to be the emperor and, right. uh, I've got a Jedi costume. Uh, Nora is going to be, I don't, do you watch the, did you ever watch the clone wars cartoon at all? I did a okay. whole month. Uh, Nora is going to be Ahsoka. Okay. We got her a, um, it's actually from the same company that is owned by the woman who does the voice of Ahsoka. Okay. Uh, she has a company for, it's like geeky clothing for girls. It's called heruniverse.com. So if heruniverse.com wants to send some promotional, uh, you know, uh, ad money our way. Um, you just gave a commercial, so they may I, as well. Basically. Um, but uh, yeah, so her website is all like geeky clothing for girls. So they have like Doctor Who stuff, Marvel stuff, Star Wars, Star Trek. Um, and they have this little girl's hoodie that when you wear it, it makes you look like Ahsoka. Cool. Like the hoodie part makes it look like the, the head things that Ahsoka has. And... Cool. So we did that and then we scoured, uh, we scoured around for a few um, green lightsabers, which I didn't know the toy green lightsabers were going to be so hard to find. It's all blue. They were near impossible until the new toys came out in back in September when they did that Force Friday thing. Mm-hmm. It was near impossible to find green lightsabers. Okay. And the funny thing was, I found one in September. I bought it for her, and then in October we went to the Goodwill store to look at their Halloween costumes. Okay. They must have had six green lightsabers, and they were all wow. like a, they were all like a dollar a piece, and I probably paid like ten dollars for the other one. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. You could never have too many lightsabers. I think I bought all no, of them. You can't, you know. Um, let's see. I'm going to be a Jedi. I think John is, he's going to be Chewbacca. So he's got his Chewbacca costume. And I think Sharon's either got a Star Wars t-shirt or she may be Princess Leia. So okay. we'll, have, we'll have the whole family in costume. So, you know, we're going to nerd it out. and That's awesome. We're going to have fun. That sounds good. Side note, do we know what happened to Ahsoka Tano? Uh, we do. Uh, you need to start watching Star Wars Rebels. Ah, uh, shoot. Is that YouTube or? No, it's on the Disney channel. If you, um, do you guys have an Apple TV at home? Yes. Okay. Disney XD. Go to the Disney XD app. Um, okay. do you have, do you still have cable? No, we don't. You don't. Okay. I'm trying to think if you'll be able to get into the Disney XD app without a subscription. So I need a subscription probably to buy I thought there was some of the stuff I Maybe. found on YouTube. You might be able to find it on YouTube. And you know what? I probably I probably have some on the down low, even though we're recording this. I probably have some websites I can direct you to. Okay. So you just say, if I'm casually happening to accidentally. If you don't mind, like, Korean subtitles, then sure. Do you, how um, how far into it do I have to go before I find out what happens to it? Uh, are they on, they're on season two now? Because season one, like, as I recall, like, the one Jedi was in hiding and then there was a young kid. Yeah. Do I have that right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Okay. I'm trying to remember if you, to find out what happened to her is either right at the very end of, I don't think it was right at the very end of season one. It might have been. Like, the the last episode, the finale of season one. I'm trying to remember when you found out that information. But it was either right at the very end of season one or it was right at the very beginning of season two. Okay. And okay. I think at the beginning of season two was when they brought in Darth Vader and they actually had James Earl Jones do the voice. Okay. 
Cool. So that's been kind of cool. Like that's been at first when we started watching it, it was, it was like a, it was very Disney. We'll put it that way. So I remember I saw the first episode. Yeah. And, yeah. So compared to Clone Wars, I mean Clone Wars, I thought was just awesome. Yeah. And then this new one started, and I was like, I this is not for my demographic. But I've been watching it with the kids on Saturday morning because it comes out at like nine o'clock on Monday night, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, which I don't know why you'd put out a cartoon at nine o'clock on Monday night. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've been watching it with the kids on Saturday mornings, and it's it's gotten much much better. I, either I've gotten used to it to the point where I don't feel as Disneyfied by it, mm-hmm. um, or it's just gotten better. So. Gotcha. Yeah, it's it's starting to get more of the Clone Wars vibe to it, and it's it's created by the same people. So, yeah, cool. I'm Our, scrolling down right now. Yeah, yeah. Oh, take a look at it. It's it's a good show, and it's it's only yeah, it's only I think we're halfway through season two. Okay. And there's cool. some pretty there's some pretty good stuff going on. So. Well, at least they'll kind of tie up the some of the sizable gaps left by the movies. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we're going to go ahead and get into uh, talking Transformers. So um, up next, let's uh, let's take a look at Transformers the movie. Transform and roll out. We're talking Transformers the movie this time. We're not the 2007 one. Again, we're still in 1986. So, you know, back it up just a little bit. Um, still going to be the same voice doing Optimus Prime, but back it up a little bit. This one came out August 8th, 1986. It was rated PG, directed by Nels. What's that? Came out on my birthday, man. Oh, that's right. That is your birthday. Eighth birthday. Well, happy birthday in August. There you go. Okay. You're not mowing your lawns listening to this podcast. Yeah, so that the one guy that's listening to this podcast while you're mowing your lawn in August, if you're mowing your lawn, in fact, you know what? Stop right now. Don't listen to this podcast until it's August 8th. And, and leave your lawn. It'll be okay. It won't, it won't grow that long. Yeah, that's my anniversary. It, August 8th is? Yeah. That's awesome. There you go. Okay, so guy that's mowing his lawn right now, stop. Don't that's mow your lawn anymore. He, he's not gonna. He's just gonna turn the whole thing off. And... God, he's. We're gonna lose another one to the Nerdist. Ugh. Oh, I hate that's that. God, that Chris, Hard- Chris Hardwick guy steals everything from me. I originally had an idea for a show called The Talking Dead, and it's. I, I'm not even gonna talk about it. Movie was directed by Nelson Shin. Uh, who also did one of the greatest 80s cartoons ever. One of the greatest cartoons ever. I don't remember. Was it 80s or 70s? Spider-Man and His Amazing Friends? I think that was 70s. Maybe that was late 70s. All right. I don't remember. I got to look it up at some point. Spider-Man and His Amazing Friends. Loved that cartoon. That was probably one of my favorite cartoons as a kid. Um, and I wanted to be Iceman. Like, I know Spider-Man is supposed to be the cool one, but I wanted to be Iceman because I just thought that was really cool that he could just turn everything into ice. You want to be Val Kilmer? Uh, not that Iceman. Although <laughs> I, wouldn't mind, I wouldn't mind being Val Kilmer from, like, 15 to 20 years ago, not Val Kilmer today. No, not today. You know, I, I roughly resemble Val Kilmer today, so. <laughs> Sorry, Val Kilmer. God. Okay, Val, <laughs> go back and, and keep mowing your lawn. Just ignore everything we've just said. Val Kilmer is that guy that's mowing his lawn. Val's the guy? Val's the guy, yeah. Oh. Yeah, right he's, he's got to get his exercise somewhere, so he's out mowing his lawn in July and listening to this in August. I don't even right. know. The, I don't even know the timeline of this anymore. We we got to move on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know where I am. It's like flight of the navigator. It's eight years later. Um, hey, that was that was last week, buddy. I know, I know. Um, I'm bringing in the references. See, I'm trying to keep like this overarching theme going to the show, where people are like, "Yeah, each individual episode is its own standalone." But there's an overarching theme to the whole season. 
I think we definitely have an overarching theme. We do. You just like saying overarching, don't you? Yeah, now I'm worried about you guys. All right, so <laughs> the producer, <laughs> the producers, uh, Joe Bacall, did, he produced Transformers, G.I. Joe, and Gem, and a few other things. Uh, also, Tom Griffin, who did the same, Transformers, G.I. Joe, and Gem. Uh, the writer for this one was Ron Friedman, who did G.I. Joe and Fantasy Island, because there's a combination. Transformers, G.I. Joe, and The Plane, The Plane. Uh, music was done by Vince DiCola, who did Rocky IV, Staying Alive. Decepticon, the Decepticon. There you go. The Starscream, the Starscream. Um, well, that would have been a great voice to have in this movie. <laughs> and then Wheelie. And Ricardo Montalban. <laughs> Why didn't they bring him in for this? I don't know. That would have been awesome. That would. I mean, this cast is already out of because control. Because then he so. and Leonard Nimoy would have had to shout at each other. Well, that's true. But the, I mean, this cast is already out of control. So let's throw him in here somewhere. He could have been a, a, one of those robot sharks. Yep. <clears throat> All right. So this movie made uh, this movie. The budget was six million. The box office for this one, uh, five point eight. So we just missed the mark by just a tad, little tiny bit. Um, but you know what? I think they probably it made it up. Did not recoup. Did not recoup, but I'm sure they did fine in toy sales. I would say they, uh, probably, yeah. they probably made the difference in toy sales. I think, right. Oh, okay. You know, box office was probably like the least of their worries in this one because nobody looks at the box office for a commercial. And that's basically what this is. So, um, in this movie, we have Peter Cullen, who played Optimus Prime. He also did the voice of Ironhide. Uh, he was in Transformers, G.I. Joe, the Ghostbusters cartoon. Uh, he was Eeyore in Winnie the Pooh. Uh, he, okay. Uh, all right. I'm used to transforming into a truck. Uh, he also did voice work for Gremlins and Predator. Uh, Frank Welker. This guy just keep his name keeps coming up all over the place. He was Megatron, Soundwave, and a whole bunch of others. He was Fred in Scooby Doo. He was in GI Joe. He was in Super Friends. He was in the Smurfs. He was in Robot Chicken. He's in everything. Uh, Eric Idle. No clue who that guy is. Never heard of him. Nope. Um, he was Rekgar. He was in Monty Python, European Vacation, The Adventures of Baron Munchausen. Uh, Judd Nelson was Hot Rod, or Rodimus Prime. Uh, he was in The Breakfast Club and St. Elmo's Fire. Leonard Nimoy, who passed away last year in 2015, he played Galvatron, was in Star Trek, the TV show Fringe, and a whole bunch of other things. Robert Stack, who died in 2003, played Ultra Magnus. He was in The Untouchables, the TV show, uh, the movie Airplane, and Unsolved Mysteries. Uh, Lionel Stander died in 1994. He played Cup. He was in Mr. Deeds Goes to Town and a TV show called Heart to Heart. Uh, Orson Welles, who died in 1985, actually died right after finishing his work for this movie, so that shows how much he liked it, uh, yeah. played Unicron, which we said last time is just a misspelling of unicorn, so that's why he's so angry and eating planets. Um, Orson Welles was in a few little things here and there, like, I don't know, Citizen Kane, um, Touch of Evil, and the 1967 version of Casino Royale. Uh, Casey Kasem, I was going to try to do a Casey Kasem voice here, but I'm not even going to attempt it. Um, Casey Kasem died in 20... Just, just play the rant. That, yeah. See, my, when I try to do a Casey Kasem voice, it almost comes out as like a Johnny Carson voice. Some wild, wild, it was, wacky yeah. stuff. Here on the, on the top 25, that's like Johnny Carson trying to do the Billboard Top 100. Um, but Casey you know Kasem, it, it sounds like Johnny Carson doing Casey Kasem, which is which. Is, that's totally what I was going for. I mean, that's what yeah, I meant to say. Exactly. Is I'm it's Johnny. That's, that's a weird visual. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's also true. 
Although, if you've heard Dana Carvey's stand-up, it's not a weird visual. And that's the last thing I'm going to say about that. That's probably so, the best. Let's go forward. <laughs> Move, moving forward. We're always moving forward, but moving sideways at the same time. Um, so, Casey Kasem was Cliff Jumper. He was in Ghostbusters, Super Friends, and Scooby-Doo. Uh, David Mendenhall was, played the little boy Daniel Witwicky. Uh, he was the child in Over the Top, which we will be talking about shortly. And he was Brother Bear in the Berenstein Bears for many, many years. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, the critics gave this one a 53%. The audience gave it a 88%. Sounds about right. Uh, could not find a Siskel or Ebert review because, again, apparently they don't review commercials. Um, and I keep saying that. I did enjoy the movie, but... I keep kind of teasing it for being an hour-and-a-half, two-hour-long-commercial. Uh, it was nominated for a Young Artist Award for Best Feature Film Animation. Uh, it was also nominated for a Young Artist Award for Exceptional Young Actors in Animation, Series, Specials, or Feature Film, David Mendenhall for the character of Daniel Witwicky. Twenty years after the events of Season 2 of the Transformers cartoon, it is the year 2005. The Decepticons have taken control of Cybertron, and the Autobots are fighting from their moon bases to try and regain the planet. The massive planet-eating villain Unicron, I keep wanting to say Unicorn, turns his attention to his, his next victim, Cybertron. After the Autobots fight to defend Autobot City on Earth, Optimus Prime and Megatron engage in an epic battle. Though Optimus mortally wounds Megatron, the Decepticon leader ultimately kills Optimus Prime. You can do it, John. Stay strong. Prime passes on the Matrix of Leadership before his death. Megatron. One shall stand, one shall fall. That's right. In the end, neither were standing. I no, just like to point out. no, they were. Their line was discontinued. Uh, Megatron mm -hmm. is ultimately reborn as Galvatron, um, as part of a bargain with Unicorn to help destroy the Autobot Matrix, the only thing that can destroy Unicorn himself. All right, let's take a listen to the uh, trailer audio real quick, and we'll be back right after that. Hold on tight. The most incredible rock and roll adventure ever is here. Feed him to the shark guns. Starring Judd Nelson as Hot Rod. Leonard Nimoy as Galvatron. And Orson Welles. I am a unicorn. Beyond good, beyond evil, beyond your wildest imagination. Transformers, the movie. Coming to a theater near you this August. Oh, see, Pat's gone. He, Pat's he just, gone. He got so excited, he totally disappeared. I think he melted into a puddle on the floor. Probably. All right. So, so oh, there we go. Okay. Yeah. So those of you, those of you that are listening on the audio podcast, Pat has actually gone and found his. Uh, is it the Optimus Prime mask? 
It is my Optimus Prime mask. There we go. Is it a voice changer or just a mask? It is a voice changer. I don't know if the batteries are in or out. I am Optimus Prime. There we go. Transform and roll out. And then I got to find the voice changer one. I got to find the voice changer one, and then I'll sound like uh, some guy's version of Optimus Prime. There you go. That's it. All my all my comments can only be I am Optimus Prime. There you go. Pat, what's your one-sentence summary? I am Optimus Prime. <laughs> this, this is going to be Which... like the I am Groot. There you go. That's basically all I'm going to be able to say. Which really, does your one-sentence summary at the end of this need to be anything more than Transformers, transform and roll out? Yeah, no kidding. There we go. Now it's changed my voice. There you the go. It was awesome. Go by Transformers right now. <laughs> Oddly enough, you, you you sound like the audio they had to run Orson Welles' voice through to get it usable. Yeah, I. You know what? The way it the way this thing alters your voice, it, mm -hmm. it almost sounds like Satan talking to you. It does. Yeah. The only the because going with the kids to there toy is stores. No Dana, only Zool. Only Zool. No, sorry, that was Batman. That wasn't Zool. <clears throat> Um, going with the kids to the toy store and having them try these things out, the only voice changer recently that I found that sounded halfway decent was Ultron from the Age of Ultron movie. Oh, did it? Otherwise, we've tried on the, what did they do the other day? They had a Kylo Ren one. Oh, and I don't know if, because I know these are designed for kids, but come on, adults are going to wear them too. So when I tried on the Kylo Ren one, I don't know if my voice is just too low and so it doesn't pick it up the right way. So I tried to I tried on the Kylo Ren one and I was all excited like I'm gonna you know sound exactly like Kylo Ren from the movie and all it ended up sounding like was I'm Kylo Ren <laughs> like that doesn't sound anything like him at all yeah you know that doesn't sound anything like Angry Josh Groban yeah yeah it's like the it's like the scene in Spaceballs where he flips up the mask and just says I can't breathe in this thing right <laughs> exactly. All right, well, a little bit of information on the Transformers. So on the Transformers in general, if you've been under a rock for the last, I don't know, 40 years, uh, the Transformers were, and some of this I didn't know, so, um, and I was always a big Transformers yeah. fan as a kid. I, I know. There are things I don't know. I mean, I hate to, I hate to say it now, but there are things I don't know. What's the point of getting up in the morning, then? I don't know. That, you again, don't know things that again that's a thing I don't know. I don't ask me that question because like, that's a thing I don't know. I don't know what the point of getting up in the morning is. So you're gonna have to. That's what I'll I'll concede to the nerdist. You're gonna have to go ask them I mean, about it. If 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 you don't know them, we're all in trouble. Okay. Well, we're all in trouble. But you know what? The nice thing is that one guy that's mowing his lawn is gonna live totally ignorantly and in bliss until July or August, and then he's gonna be devastated. Sorry, Val. Yeah. Sorry, Val Kilmer. Um, <laughs> if, if Val Kilmer ends up being the only guy that leaves us a review on iTunes and he's like, I don't know why these guys keep talking about me. Um, his, his publicist is going to somehow flag us and be right. like, um, you got to listen to these guys that keep talking about you. They really, they really like you. We're going to get a police knocking at our door for like mm -hmm. restraining orders. And yeah. Cease and desist order. Stop talking about me. You're reckless. All right, so on the Transformers, uh, originally released as two toy lines from the Takara Company Limited uh, in Japan in the 70s and 80s, they were the Diaclone and the Microman, or sometimes the Microchange or Microchangers. Uh, Microman were robotic human-looking action figures, while Diaclone were transforming vehicles. Optimus Prime had actually existed prior to the creation of the Transformers as either Battle Convoy or the Diaclone Truck. 
uh, and then eventually he was merged into uh, the American version and renamed Optimus Prime. The 1986 movie was the transition from the toy line that had been manufactured by Takara in the 70s to all new Hasbro-created action figures, hence the massive number of character deaths in this movie because they were going to stop production of the old Japanese ones and move it, uh, transform it, there we go, transform it into the American-designed Hasbro line. So they were trying to phase all that stuff out and bring in the new, and that's why they killed everybody. Um, Ultra Magnus Well, at is, least they had a reason. Well, you know, it's all based on money. Maybe that's the reason to get up in the morning. It's all money. Well, that I mean, that makes death okay, as long as you have a reason. That... Right. Yeah, it's, it's all about go money. Ahead, go ahead and kill somebody. Everything's Just about... Just remember, so long and thanks for all the fish. Everything is money and, and plastic action figures. That's what life is all about. Which, That's really deep. Which sadly applies to all four of us here. Um, <laughs> as, yeah. as I'm standing not more than 15 feet away from all of my Star Wars toys. Um, Ultra Magnus's death, I have a lot and they're really awesome, but uh, Ultra Magnus's death was supposed to be a lot more brutal, but it was ultimately toned down in the finished film. Uh, apparently they were going to rip him apart. He was going to be drawn and quartered, and they decided mm, maybe the kids aren't ready for that. Um, well, it almost looks like he was when they start to put him back together, so they must have maybe... Right. So, But I, apparently it was going to be a whole lot more intense. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I, there were already several times where I was like, again, this is why it's a movie and not a you know 25-minute cartoon, because there's people dying here, and that doesn't normally happen. Yep. Uh, there were also supposedly a lot of scenes that involve massive amounts of character deaths, but they decided to either tone those down or make them happen off screen. Um, but it was, again, it was just kind of their excuse for they wanted to clear the shelves of the toy stores and replace them with the new models. Um, another interesting thing, this was likely one of the first times that American children were exposed to anime, with the possible exception of the 1982 Wizard of Oz anime movie. Have you guys ever seen that one? No, no. Oh, it's outstanding. No, I it's... didn't know there was one until oh, I read your I... notes. We used to watch we used to watch that over and over and over. I've probably actually seen that, the nineteen eighty two anime Wizard of Oz. I've probably seen that more than I've seen actual Judy Garland Wizard of Oz. Hmm. I'd it... have to look that up. Yeah, it's awesome. I think the whole movie's on YouTube. You can go look on YouTube and see, but it's nineteen eighty two, uh, an anime version, and we used to just all the time. We were constantly watching that one. Um so with the exception of maybe that, uh, the Robotech series, um, I don't think, Akira wasn't released until like 88, 89, sometime around then. Uh, I think it was 88, but hopefully kids were not watching Akira anyway, if you guys have You're ever seen that. You're talking about the anime Akira? The anime, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so hopefully kids were not watching that one anyway, yeah, I, but I, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so this was probably, because this this style of animation, more so than it was in the regular um, you know, cartoon version of the Transformers was a little bit more anime influenced. So this may have been the first time that American kids were exposed to that. Mm -hmm. um, this had a great soundtrack for a cartoon oh. movie. Same as with the oh. cast. I mean, just a ridiculous amount of like big name songs, ridiculous amount of big name actors in this. Uh, you had a whole bunch of heavy metal songs. You had Weird Al's Dare to be Stupid. You have Stan Bush's The Touch. Such a um, solid soundtrack, though. Yeah. I mean, they're all rocking good songs. Yeah. I mean, that must have been... They must have just... When they... Because they, they can't have spent too much money on the animation. So they must have just gone out and said, all right, well, we've got some money from Hasbro. Let's just hire a whole bunch of famous people. 
and let's just get a whole bunch of really great songs. And at some point, we'll make a story to go along with it. So to get back real quick, to get back to your point about uh, anime. Yeah. Uh, Thundercats came out in 85. Okay. So that yeah. was a bit of that was a bit of an introduction. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know, it, Voltron or Transor Z. You guys, do you, any of you guys watch those two cartoons? Voltron, yes. The other one, no. Hmm. You never heard of Transor Z? No, it doesn't ring a bell at all. What heard of it, is? but I don't think I've ever watched it. Really? Oh, Silverhawks was '86. Silverhawks Silver was awesome. I don't think I've ever seen Silverhawks. Hawks, <gasps> that was great. Dude, you gotta find that. Okay. It's awesome. It's so bad, it's funny. Okay. <laughs> well, that, the concept my kind of movie. Even <laughs> ridiculous, the whole thing. But okay. it was so good. Um, let's see. We got uh, Stan Bush's song, The Touch, was originally written for Sylvester Stallone's movie, Cobra, which we will be talking about later this year, uh, but ended up getting used for the Transformers movie instead and has become kind of like, you know, as soon as you hear that song or you think of the 86 Transformers movie, that they kind of go hand in hand. Better um, use here, in my personal opinion. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. I mean, when they, it's just so good. It's one of those you songs that touch. just gives me goosebumps when mm-hmm. I hear it. Um, Orson Welles, poor Orson Welles, his health was declining so much by the time he was working on this movie that the sound technicians had to use a synthesizer to make it usable. Um, he, uh, ended up dying of a heart attack, I believe five days after he finished his work for this movie. So, um, and his final comments about the movie before he died were not flattering. Um, mm-hmm. somebody asked him about his project he was working on and he said, I played a big toy that was killing smaller toys. Like, okay. So, yeah, not a huge fan of it, but um, all right. So just kind of in general going on into this one, what did you first of all, is this Jeff, did you say this was the first time you'd seen this? This is the first time that I actually sat down and, and watched this movie from beginning to end. OK. All right. So what does someone who had never seen this think about it as he's watching it? I, you know, I didn't enjoy it as much as I wanted to. Okay. I I honed in real real quickly that it was just it was going to be a, a just a big commercial for the entire thing, and I kept asking myself, I wonder if it would be different. Not if I had watched it as a kid, but if I was just better versed in the Transformers canon or Transformers animated canon. Mm-hmm. Like I just I I you know the movie starts out and they're battling and that they just never stopped fighting throughout the entire movie. You know, the characters were confusing and I didn't really know who they were. I didn't really care about any of them because the movie wasn't set up in a way to, to introduce the characters. If I had watched the cartoons as a kid, maybe I would have cared a little bit more about what was happening to the characters throughout the movie. Well, I, I'm very... Interested to hear you say that because that's one thing I noticed because I tried to watch it with, a, I won't say a critical eye, but uh, I tried to watch it with the eye of it as a movie, not as something I enjoyed growing up. And they don't try to give you any backstory. They didn't set up Jack. They just threw you into this world. No one would make a movie like that now. They would have to at least build up a little bit of character development for people that had never seen the movie before. They yeah. put this out there and said, here you go, 
if you're a Transformers fan and you know who these people are, this is going to all make sense. If not, I mean, the, 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 the two humans hanging out in the exosuits... The... I mean, it, it'd be like doing the Avengers before doing any of the standalone Marvel films. Right. You don't have any backstory at all. You mean like doing Justice League before you put out uh, Green Lantern, Flash, Aquaman? Yeah. In that order? Yep. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Thank you, DC Comics. There or whatever. Yeah. Warner Brothers. Nice job. Yeah. Yeah, I, and but I think... No, I, I just I found it really distracting... Um, because, you know, they all, essentially, they, you know, they all look alike, and, again, they're all just, you know, just fighting, fighting, fighting. Like, what what are they even fighting about? There's no explanation of the story. There's no explanation of the characters. There's, you know, so they needed, like, some energy thingamajobbers to be able to fight the, fight in this war, and they don't explain why they have to go to Earth to get these things. Like, I don't know. And then the noise that they made every time they transformed. <laughs> that, that got annoying really. It's classic Transformers. It, it is, and I get that, but it got annoying really fast. <laughs> See, I love that sound. <laughs> I do, At one point in time, although I, I, I hear what you're saying about it getting annoying after a while, because I did at one point in time have that as my ringtone for when somebody texted me <laughs> and and i had a day where i had a whole bunch of people texting me and just shut up stop transforming so, so I, I get what you're saying and i was a huge transformers fan as a kid so that's i, I get it um yeah i remember as a kid same type of thing i remember as a kid i used to watch transformers all the time and i knew the transformers i probably knew all their names i knew you know from like i just first glance i knew all their names but i haven't seen this movie like i haven't i, I haven't done anything. i haven't done anything with transformers since i was a kid i don't collect transformers anymore i don't when the new movies came out i'm like oh okay that's cool um but it's not something that i've stayed up with you know as much as like so say star wars um and it just wasn't like i, I had forgotten a lot of it when I watched it this time. And to be honest, this was the first time that I probably had watched this movie since before I was 10 years old. Um, you know, this would have come out when I was about five years old, turn, about to turn six. And I, I vaguely remember seeing it in the theater. And I vaguely remember maybe renting it a couple of times uh, after it came out on VHS. But I cannot remember a time... Uh, we see we moved to England when I was ten, so I don't remember a time from that point on that I ever watched this movie. And so then watching it again as an adult years later, where I've forgotten all that Transformers canon, and how it was supposed to be a bridge between the season two of the cartoon and season three of the cartoon, um, you know, not remembering any of that and probably not recognizing that as a kid either. Um, yeah, no, there was no so so coming at this having totally forgotten everything. I was like, well, I don't remember who half these characters are. And, you know, Optimus Prime, obviously, you know who he is. And, you know, Grimlock, the dinosaur, you know, he shows up and I know who he is. But it was just one of those things where you've thrown so many characters into this. And I know the purpose was, you know, putting all those characters in so you could destroy them and bring in new toys. But at the same time, I, I kind of am a little bit with you, Jeff. I'm like, I was really looking forward to enjoying this because I enjoyed it so much as a kid except for the part where Optimus Prime dies, but we'll get to that. Um, 
I enjoyed that so much as a kid that I was like, oh, I can't, I can't wait to watch this again. And I sat down to watch it with John and Nora, um, my two kids who are eight and uh, five. And I'm like, I can't wait to watch this with them. And I'm sitting there going, this is so much a commercial. Mm-hmm. And, and I know all those shows where I know He-Man was, I know that G.I. Joe was, I know that My Little Pony and Transformers, and I know all of those were commercials for the toys. Um, but it just, it was never that apparent to me as a kid. And I don't think it's ever going to be apparent to you as a kid mm-hmm. that this is a, you know, half hour or 90 minute commercial. And the funny thing was when I asked my kids, I mean, they were enjoying the whole thing. They had no clue who half the characters were because they didn't grow up on Transformers and we don't watch Transformers very much. You know, they know what they are. Um, but to them it was, and the funny thing was I asked them later, uh, I said, how'd you feel about it? They're like, oh, it was great. I loved it. I was like, really? You loved it? But you didn't know who any of the characters were. Yeah, but it was fun. And we even yeah, asked. It was fun. It was, you know, it's sort of like sitting down in front of an action movie mm-hmm. that isn't that great, but you kick back after it's over and you're like, that was fun. Can well, and I think it's, up? I think it's the other part I of being it. a kid because then I asked, I was asking um, Nora, and some of her friends the other day, I was just trying to come up with some random questions to ask them. And one of the ones that I came up with was, what's your favorite movie? And some of the other kids were like, I like The Good Dinosaur. And one was like, I like Inside Out. And Nora was like, I like Transformers the movie. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, "Are you? I think you're just saying that because that's the most recent movie you've seen. But that's kind of what kids do. It's like whatever they saw most recently, that's their favorite movie they've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And so I think that to to my kids, they loved it even though they had no clue what was going on. And I think my son just loved it because there was so much fighting and blowing up and, and everything else. Um, sure, there was robots, there was space, right. there was explosions. What could be wrong? You know, so for, a, for wrong? a kid, I think this movie, this movie just must work perfectly for a kid because they both loved it. And they, they know next to nothing about Transformers, but watching it as an adult, it didn't hold up quite as well. There were still scenes that I was watching. I was like, oh, that's cool. I remember that. And I, I, I remember vividly this scene, um, particularly when Optimus Prime dies. But I, I remember this. But then there are other scenes that I'm like, oh, please just stop. Please stop. Yeah, this see, is... I'm such a fanboy about this movie. It's not even funny. Yeah. I loved every minute of watching it again. I'm probably going to watch it again this You're week. You're probably going to watch it, yeah. <laughs> when, I, when I was a kid, I was more into GoBots and I was Transformers. Ah, the GoBots. But, like, my go-to show was Thundercats. Okay. That that was the show that I absolutely loved. Total sidebar. More so than anything else, but... Try not to derail us too much, but what did you think of the Thundercats remake from a year or two years ago? You know what? I never got a chance to see it. Okay. Oh! I wanted to. I just, I never got a chance to see it. Yeah, I've been wanting to see that one, too. Bo, did you like that one? I thought it was all right. It was fun. I, I liked that they tried some different stuff with it. Yeah. But I'd rather go back and watch the originals. Yeah. I own all the originals. I'm very oh. proud. Of, I'm very proud to say I have the entire DVD collection. Very nice. Thank you. Thank you. That's impressive. That's, I like it. That's cool. Sorry, didn't mean to derail us. Back to Transformers. Yeah. yeah so anyway. Matrixes so- and Rodimuses. Yeah. So my thoughts are, as an adult trying to watch this, it it just it doesn't work. So there you go, Pat. We haven't heard from you yet. Once once well, we I, open the floodgate that is Pat, it it'll be all over. <laughs> I I mean, sh- should I just go full out commando and just like say do it? 
Go for Do, it. Mm, yeah, well. <laughs> I actually, fellas, I'm sitting here next to my complete Transformers collection of all the Generation 1 cartoons, making of, <laughs> nice. um, and also the movie, all in, you know, with, and it uh, came with a whole bunch of these really cool, like, anime comics and everything, Transformers, and... I guess they made a comic book of this movie. I have got to see if I could dig that up. Yeah, yeah there's some... There's I think some it was Marvel that made it, I think. There's some pretty awesome Transformers comics out there. I mean, I gotta be honest, there's some pretty cool stuff. But uh, um, I have know, I have read some of the comics lately. The IDW uh, comic book company they've been doing Transformers lately, and those have actually been kind of fun. Yeah, and I, I, at least in this in this box set that I got like ten years ago, I mean, it's um, there's some really neat. Uh, it's a it was a, a Chinese import, which I mean, I know the thing everything's made in China now, but I mean, this was one that was sold in. In China, and it had some real neat artwork with the with the different characters and stuff. But um, no, I uh, I remember watching the cartoon religiously. I remember getting. I never had a ton of toys. I mean, I would get like a toy for my birthday, and then you know I'd have to wait a whole other year. And if I wanted another toy, I had to make you know like plan it ahead. But I mean, I remember getting the Optimus Prime, and just like transform I remember getting the uh, the box you remember the transformer boxes I don't know if you guys ever got transformer toys and it had that red thing that you would um, that red film that you would put over their abilities and it would say how fast they were mm-hmm. how strong yeah. they were and had like mm-hmm. hidden messages um, I thought the artwork on the on the boxes was really cool because it was a little bit more of the I guess traditional um, the way they were you know penned in, in Japan so anyways, I loved all things Transformers. I remember religiously watching the cartoon. Um, it's funny, and I actually, um, right when you rang in tonight, John, and said, hey, we're you know getting started at a certain time and stuff, I was on the phone with my mom because I didn't see the movie. The bloody thing came out on my birthday in 86, my eighth birthday, but I didn't see the movie, and I was calling my mom, and there was something, and uh, it, it partially it was because you know it was billed as being a PG movie, which, exactly, and it kind of freaked people out because it was, it, okay, well, what's going on? And, you know, word got around that, you know, there was some language in it, mm-hmm. and then word got around that, you know, it was pretty violent, which it was. Um, and I, my folks, my my, uh, my mom pulled the plug on that one. She was like, nah, you don't need to be seeing that stuff. And so I never saw Transformers. But mom. What was that? But mom. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> But it was, uh, yeah, I tr- yeah, see, and that my, my parents are, you know, my parents are awesome parents, so that whole begging thing is just, they're impervious to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And even now, I'm just like, well, Mom, I'm, I'm not trying to, you know, put you into a corner here. I'm just curious for the podcast. She goes, oh, no, I'm not, I don't, I'm not regretting it. It was the right decision. I'm like, okay, I'm not arguing, you know. But, <laughs> but um, I didn't see this movie until I got to college when we all started talking about transplants. Yeah. Well, because here's the thing. I did. I saw. I, I religiously watched the show. I didn't see the movie. Then when season three came on, I was confused because I was like, "Wait a minute!" I stopped watching season two, and there was Optimus Prime, and there was mm-hmm. all these guys, and now season three. Wh- who is this? And whose head is floating around the planet? And <laughs> what is going on? And um, then um, I asked my I, I asked myself that every morning when I wake up. <laughs> exactly. Like, who and, are these people? Whose head is that floating around the planet? What's going on? This is not my beautiful house. <laughs> yeah. And then it Where's was like, my mom and dad? I want my mom and dad. And then it was like, as I got old, I mean, you know, and then I got 
into like high school and and all that it was you know transformers oh yeah i remember loving transformers but it wasn't like i was going to go out and rent transformers when i could rent a movie and then we got right. talking i got to college and these guys were big transformer guys and so we rented the movie and it was seriously when i saw that movie that was I, I hate to say it, fellas, but I was in college. We were hanging out. We were watching Transformers, the movie, and it was like 90 minutes of my childhood that had been missing. It was like the last missing piece, and it was, oh, my gosh. So that's what happened to Optimus Prime. Oh, so that's what that guy was talking about when all of a sudden he would go around school and be talking about the universal greeting for like a month, and it got really annoying. Oh, that's why that guy at the lunch table kept saying, ba, weep, grana, weep, ninibon. Okay, that was like literally a chunk of my childhood that had been missing for like 15 years. Bloop, fell into place. So, anyways, that's I'm sorry. That's my history with Transformers, and I'm gonna I'm gonna full out tell you. I think I watched the entire series at least once a year, and Transformers the movie. I check that thing out about five or six times a year. I gotta be <laughs> honest. It's like once, I, I maybe not once a month, but I at least watch it once every two months. I watch Transformers movie. I love it. I get sucked into it. I mean, I guess the, the, the commercial it doesn't it, you know it, it doesn't work on me because I'm not going to go out and buy the toys to play with them and all that kind of stuff. But uh, Pat, be honest, it's because you already have them. I, I do. I've already got the yeah. <laughs> no, and you know what? I, I don't remember having a lot of toys when I was a kid. But we just go out and play Transformers. You know. Right. We, we, yeah, we did that. I had you know, to go to the Transformers were too expensive, so if I wanted to play with an Optimus Prime, I had to go to a friend's house. Okay. This was the same friend that also had Castle Grayskull Ooh. and Snake Mountain. Nice. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I mean, not, not that I was deprived of toys, but let's put it this way. I had a couple of Transformers here and there, and they were maybe the, the smaller ones. But for the most part, my parents went with the Rock Lords. Oh, okay. because because those were cheaper, and you know, as a kid, it's like, sure, rock lords are awesome. I'd much rather have a rock than a truck or a jet fighter, but you know, <laughs> there it is. I actually, I actually looked. You know, the last time I was at um, the Chicago Comic Convention last year, C two E two, which is only two weeks, is one week, two weeks away, probably one week from when we're recording. I this. say it's coming up soon. Um, coming uh, up soon. Seventeen? No. 18th, 19th, and 20th of March. Um, <clears throat> the last time I was there last year, last April, um, I went to one of the toy vendors and I was looking through some of the stuff and they had a whole bunch of Rock Lords. And I had totally forgotten about the Rock Lords until I saw all that. And I'm like, oh, the poor man's Transformers. <laughs> I'm so excited to see these. And they were trying to sell them for f like 30 or $40 a piece. And I'm like, no, moving along. Nope. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not that excited, but... Um, so you, okay, so Bo, did you see this in the theater when it came out? No. Okay, so I'm the only it's one who experienced, okay, so I'm the only one here that's experienced the theater full of crying children when Optimus Prime died. Yeah. Are, yeah, we, are, I we, remember are we having that discussion it. now? I guess we're having that discussion now. I remember watching it with my brother and both of us were like, wait a minute, they, you can't, they can't kill, what? Mm. And that was, you know, when I went to go see it in the theater, like kids were crying. When Optimus yeah. Prime died, well, some he, some kids were crying, and some kids were like, die, man. "Well, some kids were like, when does when's he gonna come back?" And then you get to the end of the movie, and those kids were still sitting there like, "When's he gonna come back?" I'm like, well, the movie's we were over. Kids, none not... of our heroes died back then. Right, yeah. and and I was trying to I was trying to get that across to John and Nora. They're like, "Wait, so he died?" 
I was like, yeah. And they're like, but but it's a cartoon. Nobody dies in a cartoon. I I understand that. And they were trying yeah, to that's like what we thought in 1986. I know. And they were trying to wrap their heads around it. They're like, well, but but he died. And I'm like, yeah. I mean, so I tried to pick their favorite cartoon and you know damage their child psyche. And I was like, okay, well, you guys love Rebels, the Star Wars Rebels. That would be like if the character of um, a couple of the main characters are named Kanan and Ezra, a couple of Jedi mm-hmm. in that show. And I said it would be kind of like if one of them died. And John Ezra's like, well, but they wouldn't do that. And I'm like, well, that's what we thought. But they would. But they could. And they did. And Nora's like, well, they, but no, they, that would be like if they killed Strawberry Shortcake and they would never do that. And I'm like, well, Strawberry Shortcake's well, a little bit different. It's a little different. <laughs> If you if you're watching Strawberry Shortcake and they kill her, then I think we got more problems. We got we got more problems than just Strawberry Shortcake dying. Right. Exactly. But you see, they bring they bring him back in like the third season or fourth season. Well, that was the weirdest thing is they killed him for a whole season, but then they're like, eh, eh, we need him back. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because I don't think I don't think Rodimus Prime was getting the sales that Optimus Prime had been getting. Wow. Yeah. And he also struggled with the whole leadership concept too. He had a hard time separating between being a leader and then being the guy. And then there was this weird red flag that took over the guys and like made them all like crazy. And so they brought Optimus. Okay, I'm sorry. Sorry. No, go for it. <laughs> you are you are bringing back so many memories, Pat. It's not even funny. I remember the red plague. I remember, remember that? they had to bring him back. Yeah, I remember. And they coded Optimus Prime in that silver stuff that like. Yep. He looked really sweet, like. But then when they, but then there was something they brought him back, and they he was like Chrome Prime. Yeah. <laughs> what I think is funny is that John is trying to go with the like Rodimus. In, in reality, Rodimus is sales, more like Optimus is sales, and I'm just like, well, actually, Rodimus Prime struggled with the leadership concept. Right. <laughs> it didn't have anything to do with sales. It was all about his his psyche and like yeah, his cause you know, and effect there. Uh, the re- the reluctant leader and the. Oh. So here's a quick question. I think I know. I think I'm gonna know the answer to this. Um, 1986 cartoon movie versus the 2007 live action movie. Um, let's ask it this way because I think I've got my answer for you know which one is better. I think I can figure out from you guys which one you think is better. Um, let's ask it this way. Which one were you? Uh, and that that's not gonna work for you, Jeff, because you didn't watch it in '86. But maybe like which one is better, or which one were you more excited for? Oh, see, the more excited for is a tough one. I was excited for the new live-action one just because it had been so long. We'd had Beast Wars. We'd been teased with all these weird little attempts at something, but nothing that stuck stuck around. I mean, Beast Wars, I think it might have been three seasons. Um, so I, I think we, I was real excited for the first one. And then Michael Bay ruined it for me, <laughs> and I had a lot of trouble going back for number two. I did it because Bumblebee's cool, but it's the best Pat. I could do. And, and a lot of number two it was. Yes. I just, I just, I just see Pat like trying to cover his mouth and not laugh. And <laughs> sorry, fellas. Sorry, fellas. No, you're it's fine. It's, apparently, that red plague causes all kinds of trouble. It does. It does. Oh. <laughs> Well, and you know what? The almost and maybe it's in a similar, maybe it's a similar thing. But Jeff, you were saying that the cartoon you just you had a hard time getting into it, partially because of so many characters that gave no backstory. So it was almost like it was overwhelming. Mm-hmm. 
I was overwhelmed by the live action one because they didn't look enough like the Transformers. There was too much machinery going on. Oh, the transformation sequences were impossible. But, but even like, watching it, them in the it battle didn't make sense. when they were fighting each other, I couldn't tell who was who. Right. And that I bothered don't... me in the live action one. I was like, I need I need to see more red, blue, and mm-hmm. and silver and a little bit less like mechanical stuff flying around. Um yeah, I think that bothered me with the live action one, is it just it wasn't it almost wasn't cartoonish enough. Okay. They were trying to make the machines a little bit too realistic, and but I, I will say I was, oh, as a kid when well, I they found out more than meets the eye. Well, I understand. As a kid, when I found out there was going to be a movie coming out in theaters, I nothing could have matched my excitement for that. Um, you know, when they, I wasn't as interested in Transformers when the new live action ones were coming around, and mm-hmm. of course we had just had a child, so I wasn't interested in anything else, and you know. Most of society passed me by for about a year or two. Um, but just, I remember as a kid, hearing that there was going to be, that's like when I found out there was going to be a Ninja Turtles movie and that there was going to be a He-Man movie. It just, nothing oh, else. Oh, God. Do you remember when you heard the first Ninja Turtle movie was going to be made? Oh. I, I probably melted and had to be collected in a bucket. That was something special. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, what would be? Let's let's see if we can contain this to one sentence. Um, well, well, hold. Actually, I, I do want to respond have... to that question. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Um, I think I appreciated the. As weird as it's going to sound, I appreciated the animated movie more than the live action one because okay. I'm a fa- like I I love animated movies, especially yeah. um, animated movies from the '80s, and you know, Transformers was part of that whole time period where, you know, I'm watching GoBots, I'm watching Thundercats, I'm watching Silverhawks, I'm watching Mask, I'm watching G.I. Joe. Like, it's, you know... Mask. Oh, God, I love There's Mask, one I right? thought of in a while. Dino Riders? Did anybody watch Dino Riders? Oh, yeah. I love Dino Riders. What about um, the one, John, that we talked about? Jason the Wheeled Warriors. Yes. Yes! That sounds familiar. Go ahead, Jeff. I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, now I'm thinking about the Wheeled Warriors. <laughs> they anyway. drove around. They had the, like, the big drill on top of their car. And you yes. had the big, like, laser mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know. Uh-huh. Mind blown. Holy crap. I haven't thought about that in forever. Oh, oh man. man. Like, now, now I'm just, like, going down mm-hmm. memory lane. Here and see, I just, I, no, just... I just did a Google image search. I did, too. Worth it. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Those were so fun. <laughs> no, but I, uh, I appreciate, I, I appreciate the animated movies, of course, and I can appreciate uh, the '86 Transformers movie as part of a larger scope and sequence of storytelling. The Michael Bay one, uh, you know, I have some of the same complaints about that one. You just, it was too mechanized. And Bo, you were saying like with the, even when they would do the transformations, like you're sitting there going, "How the hell? What?" Just <laughs> in the cartoon, you can see how he got from a truck to that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so my answer to your question would be the animated over the more recent Michael Bay atrocity. Yeah. And Pat, I don't know if you, I don't know if you weighed in either. Did you? I, I'm pretty sure I know your answer, but. I kind of agree with what everyone was saying. I mean, it's it's funny. I, 
I don't remember much about the movie other than being said, told, hey, we're not, you're not going to go see this thing. So I probably was pretty excited for it, but then it just kind of was dashed. When I finally saw it in college, like I said, that was, wow, this is what I've been missing. And so it was like, it was like my body had been paying interest on the excitement. <laughs> so it just hit when I was like 19. It hit like all at once, you know, that. The, um, the Michael Bay one, I, I got to be honest, the first one, I enjoyed it. I mean, I walked out of it and was like, hey, that is a great start. Where is he going to go with it? I mean, this is there's so much cool, and they changed it, and okay, that's fine, and I'm not going to – I'm trying not to be the geek out that just says, well, that's not what Optimus Prime looked like in this, and where's his trailer and the whole thing. And then it just went so far downhill, it was it was kind of – so, I, I mean, I was excited for that because it was like, wow, Transformers are coming back, you know, and yeah. I can still go watch the Generation 1 episodes if I want that, but this is going to be something new, and I bet you – Hopefully he's going to do a great job. And By the way, I might want to borrow those from you. Yeah, man. Me too, because <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool stuff. I just now want to go find the Jace and the Wheeled Warriors on DVD. Yeah. I'm still stuck in this Google image search, and I'm wondering why they haven't made a movie of this yet. How about it? All so, right, so here's yeah, one for your uh, Google image search, boys. Visionaries. Oh, I have it right here. Yep. <laughs> oh, I love those. How about it? The little holograms and that. Yep, we had. I had some of those for sure. Oh man, you know what? It was like the Patronus before you knew what a Patronus was. John, do you remember when we first kind of we were talking about old '80s cartoons, and yes. I brought it up, and I just said, "Do you remember that thing that sort of it looked like that? You know, they were driving around in all their vehicles, and they had these things hanging off the top, mm-hmm. and it was like, and I, I said, I think it's called this or it's that or something, and you went and you like." researched it and mm-hmm. you like that texted me later like i found it and you're right it's called jason the wheeled warriors this thing is do you remember when we mm-hmm. spent the day trying to remember what it was called yeah yeah we uh that was oh cool. and now i'm stuck on the visionaries i know it's bad it's oh <laughs> can we just you know, can, we need to do like a second podcast that's all 80s toys and cartoons yep done we'll, we'll oh figure my god we'll figure out a way to do it I am now looking at Mask. Oh, I had to. Good grief. Mask. That was cool. We had a ton. I don't know if we got them in a garage sale or mm-hmm. something, but my brother and I had, like, the whole Mask set. It was insane. We had no business having as much crap as we did. Now, I, I, don't, can, only, I, I can only hope my mother didn't buy us them all new. Now, I... I... I have to ask this because this probably may not have been as interesting to everyone else as it was to me, having been from Texas. Did anybody else watch Brave Star? Yes, and that was awesome. Okay, What's thank you. Now? Brave Star. Sounds familiar. Oh, it's ringing a bell now. I have to look it up. Brave Star on the wasn't he on the planet of New Texas? New Texas. Yeah, he was a space. He he. I think okay. he was like a space you cowboy. Vaguely, now that I'm mm-hmm. seeing pictures. Brave of Star. Yeah. I remember it. But if you had just asked me, Space I would have said Space cowboy, like Cal. Yeah. Apparently, according to my according to my brother, Hasbro is developing movies based off of Mask and Visionaries. I ha- oh. visionary. They are on Visionaries. That's what he says. Oh, I had heard about the Mask one, and I had heard about they were thinking about doing a Dino Riders. Oh, right on. But I hadn't heard about the Visionaries one. Oh man, now I want to go find Visionaries. I used right. to have a, I used to have a ton of those. Yeah, we it was those. Food. They were all the little hologram things, 
Um, mm-hmm. There was that, and what did I, I had a whole bunch of those, and I had an entire army of those uh, army ants. Oh wow! That had the like glow in the dark butts. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. And muscle men. Muscle men. Yes. Muscle men. Thank you. Right? Yes. Yep. This is now turned into like a toy podcast. Yeah, about it. And uh, you know what? I'm okay with that. I'm totally now, fine with that. Let me ask you this: When you had toy... what about the uh, fighter? Yes. I remember those too. What was like the mask? There was a it was a mask type show, but it wasn't mask. It was something else. Oh, this is gonna kill me now. I'm gonna I'm I'm looking I'm looking at the food fighters right now. Nice. Oh man, I just I wanna go back in time and buy all these. And put them in a safe deposit box so I'll have them. So we can do what with them? Collect them. And quit and Duh. quit jobs and play with them. Oh, this is fun. Found an image called Ten Forgotten Cartoons from My Childhood. It's hysterical. I uh yeah. I have a lot of these toys in my parents' basement. Well, you still have some of them? Yeah. Nice. I got I I've got a lot of these things. It would not surprise me if my brother kept a good chunk of some of these because he has some boxes, but I don't know what's in them anymore. Yeah. Oh, I searched the wrong thing. Let me back up there. <laughs> well, do, do we want to know what you searched? No, that was, no, we don't. That was not the Google image search I was looking for. <laughs> I, well, when you mentioned that there was the one that was like mask but not mask. Yeah. I searched, I searched mask toy alternative. Oh, no, you did not. <laughs> you got to be very careful with the word mask. There were, there were things that were not 80s children toys in there. I bet. They were toys, but they weren't children's toys. Were they toys for 80s people? No. People in their 80s? Octogenarians? No. Well, I hope not. <laughs> wow. Get that, get that thought out of your head. Mm. So... I, I won't be at work tomorrow. Silverhawks, and I'm looking at those images. Good God. Silverhawks, there was like a team of five of them, right? And they wore yeah. these suits, and they yep. had things yeah. that popped out. And... Oh, yeah. Now, there was we another, had, there was another had spaceship. There was a cartoon called Cops. Yes. Yeah. Like, or I used like, to watch so that one, too. C-O-P-S. It was, a, it was an acronym for something. Mm-hmm. I think that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, there was the guy long arm that could shoot the handcuffs. Yeah, off. yeah. There was the helicopter pilot guy. Yeah, I think that's what I'm thinking of. Is and my mask the main the, the thing? The yes. Main, the main guy was BP Vess. Yes. Yep. He had like the cyborg because he got shot up, so he had like the cyborg. Yes. Uh, to him. Yeah. It's crime fighting time. Yep. Yep. Oh there you my go. God. <laughs> <laughs> What about the uh, so if you want to go with toys that have holograms on them? What about the Battle Beasts? Sure. Battle Beasts were they were like the little mini versions of the Visionaries, kind of. They had their little holograms on their chest. Oh wow! God. Okay, now I know exactly what I'm looking for when I go to C2E2. Yeah, about it. I'm gonna scour all of the vendors and see if I can find these. Monster in my pocket. Good grief. Oh God, we had this. We had this. Oh God! Here's a whole. My brother Brian had a bucket, a a huge bucket full of monster in my pocket. Here's the here's a Pinterest page. Coolest toys ever. Mask versus cops. 
Oof, that's hard. Wow. Hmm. This is crazy. All right. Well, this is going to be a rabbit hole that's going to go on forever. Yeah, so. I was going to say, we have derailed. <laughs> yes. That's fine. Hey, you know what? If you're going to derail the podcast, this is a perfectly acceptable way to derail the podcast. So, Because <laughs> right now I'm sitting here going, I'm not going to sleep tonight <clears throat> because oh, I need to go through goodness. and find everything I can on visionaries and where I can buy them. <laughs> Thundercats are on the loose. On the loose again. Oh, and I I do want to go see that new version of Thundercats they just did. It was, it was like a year or two ago, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was like two years ago. It wasn't terrible. I think they only did like a season and a half, maybe okay. two seasons tops. There were cool episodes. They were. They were. I liked the way they reimagined it. It was not, you know, it was not a bad thing at all. Because I watched yeah. it was a few years ago now. I think it was like 2010, 2011 when they redid the He-Man cartoon. Hmm. I don't oh. know if I knew that. They redid Voltron for a hot second. Okay. They redid He-Man, and the, the the fun part was the very first episode was, like, the origin story of Skeletor. Oh, cool. And, like, how he started off as a, you know, fairly normal-looking person, just with blue skin, but uh, a normal-looking person, and it, in a battle with King Randor, uh, he had acid thrown in his face, and it turned him into Skeletor. So and then and then your your uh, Prince Adam was a little more whiny and reluctant and until he ultimately realized he needed to step up and take charge of things here and then he became He Man. It was, yeah we saw we watched a few episodes. It was on Netflix a while back. Um, I don't know if it still is, but we watched a few episodes. It was pretty good. Yeah, I watched the um, I watched the new uh, Voltron because Dominic got into it. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to find the old ones on YouTube, and then yeah, they had it on for like. Yeah, yeah, I think Thundercats and Voltron both didn't last very long, but they were so fun. Yeah, yeah, I'd like to see the uh, the the newer take on Thundercats. Although the original, I, you know, like I said, that that was my that was my favorite. So I'd probably be very critical of the new ones, but yeah, I'd, I'd like to see it nonetheless. Yeah. Oh, Sharon is going to be so excited when I tell her that we have all these new toys to look for. (laughs) And then I may need to go to Ikea and get more shelves. She's never going to let you podcast again. No, probably not. I'm going to just blame it on you guys. Oh, great. So it's not my fault. That's right. We're uh, we're podcasting. Right, yeah. That's going on. About Transformers. Welcome. So so back to Transformers. Welcome to the 30-something Google Image Search podcast, (laughs) where we just talk about what we're searching for on Google Images. And we tell you what not to search on Google Images. Yeah. <laughs> Mask alternative toy. Don't search that one. Don't. Nope. Or at least very quickly scroll past the first five results. <laughs> All right. And on that note, we're going to sign off. But you know what? We're going to sign off with some awesome sign-off music, so let's do it. Do it. Yes. You got, you got the touch. There we go. <clears throat> All right. You got the touch, too, and that's because you've been listening to the 30-something movie podcast. And how can you get the touch, get in touch, not the touch, how can you get in touch with us? You could tweet us at 30podcast. You can email us, 30podcast at gmail.com. You could like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash 30podcast. You could probably do a Google image search for us. I don't know what's going to come up, but you could probably try that and see what happens. Or or don't. Or <laughs> Either way, give it a try. If you know if you're daring, give it a try. You know, Val, don't do it while you're mowing the lawn, but otherwise, give it a try. 
Uh, you can give us a call, 872. I'm really looking forward to Val Kilmer mowing his lawn and listening to us. That's, like, that's, that's the one thing I'm looking forward to this summer. <clears throat> Forget all those movies, Captain America, all the other ones. Uh, you can give us a call, 872-35-MOVIE. That's 872-356-6843. You could listen and sponsor us by going to the30podcast.podbean.com. Click on the Be My Patron link to donate to the show. As we have said every time, we do this because we love movies. There's a little bit of a cost in uh, hosting the show and everything else. So if you feel so led, we appreciate the support and you listening. But if you feel led to support financially, you can do that through the Be My Patron link on the Podbean page. Uh, you can find us through the Stitcher Radio app, the Satchel Podcast app, Google Play Podcasts, and obviously by subscribing to us in the iTunes store or listening directly on our Podbean page. Um, next time around, our next episode, we will be tearing your hearts out with the classic animated immigration tale, An American Tale. And we promise there will be no cats and the streets will be paved with cheese. I think I can make that promise. Well, I'm going to make it regardless, so... There will be no cats and the streets will be paved with cheese. And that's another movie that I cried in as a child and an adult. Yes, that's a tearjerker without mm-hmm. a doubt. Yeah. So, all right. Well, I'm your host, John Reed, and I've had with me Pat, the Transformers expert, Cantagallo. Hey, hey, hey. I have Jeff, has now made us want to all go watch uh, Thundercats again. You're welcome. And Bo has totally reminded me all about visionaries and why everyone should love it and go buy me things now. More there you go. There we go. All right. So we're going to leave you now. And uh, I don't know what you're doing in the next week, but check out the rest of our shows. Uh, come back next week when we'll be talking about American Tale. In the meantime, we're going to go look up a whole bunch of toys and buy stuff on eBay. So that might be another good reason why you should, you should support us financially because otherwise we're going to go broke. Okay. Well, on that note, You've got the touch. We've got the touch. You've got the touch. Everybody's got the touch. So now that we're all touching, let's go. Thank you. <laughs> all right. Well, gentlemen, you have a, a good evening. And you too. Hey, I just Googled. Uh, I just did a 30-something podcast and, go- and looked up the pics. What, what do we got? Is, there, is it safe? <laughs> well, there's some pics of us, like some of like this. One of me, like there's one of me with the Ferrari flag behind my head, oh, nice. walking, and like everyone is down, everyone is like down in the corner and everything. Nice. I don't know how that makes it on the, the internet. What can I say? There's one of John. Oh yeah, let's see. Oh yeah, there you are. I see him. There's Chuck Norris. There's Delta Force. Yeah. Nice. There's one of Jeff dressed up in a Superman outfit. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> well, all right. That is, you know what? That's Jeff in his snuggie. <laughs> that's right. Because that was the picture that we used for the episode where Jeff talked about his favorite movies, uh, Choosy Moms Choose Jeff. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yep. How could I forget Choosy Moms Choose Jeff? Yep. So we, which by incidentally, the most downloaded episode we've ever had. Right. Good on you, Jeff. You that's go. awesome. I, I aim to please. So Jeff is the Jeff is the well, yeah. Thanks, I mean, <laughs> Jeff and his mom are responsible for like 80 of those downloads, but you know, <laughs> they just they went to the public library and they just jumped on every. That's why you checked out the carts at school the other day. <laughs> you opened up the laptop carts and <laughs> you opened up the laptop carts and just like I got 30 different unique computers. I'm like download, 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 download. 
Okay. Must true. have good. podcast. Good form, sir. Good form. All right. Uh, All right, folks. That's going to do it for us. So we will see you back here next week for American Tale. Bye-bye now. Uh, bye. Peace out. Bye, everyone. Yeah.